Hi there, and welcome back to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Murataya. And today's episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When whore chata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you. And it is fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Sometimes I wonder if one day um, there will be a, a cease and desist letter in my mailbox. that will say, <laughs> please, from Justin Bieber, stop using my name to endorse Bean Chata. Well, we Which need... is, in fact, a great product. He would include that in the letter. Yeah. Yeah. So then in some way he would still be endorsing it? Right. Right. Yeah, in so, this scenario. I don't know, but wouldn't that mean we would need to give out that information, like your mailbox and stuff? Yeah. So I might as well do that now. All right. And just kidding. I'm not going to <laughs> give out all that information. That would be foolishness, maybe. The, the other day, one of the... I don't know if you know who Sophia Bush is. Uh, George Bush's daughter? No. Um, okay. She is an actress and also um, she's just, a, oh my gosh, the word just slipped to my mind. An, Dancer. An advocate. Acrobat. Not advocate. Um, yeah. She uses her Twitter a lot. She's very big on social media. Like she talks a lot about politics and policies yeah, and stuff and like that. What'd she do? Anyways. The other day she posted on her Instagram a video, but it was on her feed, mm -hmm. giving her cell phone number out mm. because she said that she wants to create more personal dialogues with people talking about all these important things going mm -hmm. on in the world. I was like, hey, sister, go get it. Your phone is going to blow up. Yeah, there's it might. But there's also I think there's an app or there's some there's oh, some okay. there's something that people do because like Gary Vee gives his phone number out. Oh, yeah. And it's it kind of subscribe uh, subscribes you to like a a texting list type thing, so you're not huh. necessarily you know I I don't know how it works because I'm not on on that end of it, but I know like Gary Vee and Ryan Leslie who is like a music producer guy, um, they do stuff like that too. So it's not oh. it's not necessarily like hey this is her personal phone number. It might be her personal phone number. I mean she I think she claimed it was. Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm gonna text it right now. Yeah, text it. See what's up. What should I say? Sup, girl. What's up? What's happening, dog? What you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, I mean, since uh, we like to talk about Gerald V on here a lot, he was. Uh, like he Gerald. Was, yeah, that's that's his real name. I'm pretty sure. Oh. He was just talking about texting the other day. He was talking about. I saw a video where he was, and he's probably talked about this multiple times, but discussing how, you know, as a society, like we've allowed people. Um, marketers like into our email and into our mailbox at home and then you know they telemarket to you over your home phone but mm -hmm. texting so far has been like a, a sacred space or like a place that people who are marketing to you really haven't gotten to yet yeah um, but uh, they are they're now working on it so they're making those moves and it'll just be interesting to see like how that plays yeah. out yeah so that was really all I was paying attention to you on that. So yeah, start uh, start texting people. I know my brother gets the Gary V. He's on the like Gary V. Text, oh, he is? text list. Yeah. Okay. And um, maybe maybe I shall too. Because the other day he he was like, oh yeah, like he just told me about like some competition Act or something like that. What? Yeah, activist. That's what she is. Right. Right. Okay, that's neat. I think it is a list. I think you're right because she says. Um, um, where is it? I'll be able to pick some people to answer one on one every day. Mm -hmm. So okay. Yeah, of course. All I right, mean, cool. If you're getting 
shoot, even if you're getting like a hundred texts a day, you're probably not going to answer all of them. You know, you're like, that's a lot. Yeah. hundred emails. I mean, imagine, that's a lot. I, you know, when I post a picture on Instagram, people comment on it. I'm like, I get overwhelmed when there's 10 comments sometimes because if they all come in. you overwhelmed? Not overwhelmed, but like. I can't answer them all right away. Maybe I'm busy and I see my phone going off. Yeah, yeah. It happens, yeah. man. It happens, 100%. Uh, yeah, I know you wanted to talk about uh, brick and stick today. You wanted to, you wanted to dive into that. So uh, yeah. brick and stick is a book that I wrote along with my mom and I illustrated. So she actually came to me with the idea and... Um, <clears throat> then uh, we turned it into a, a children's series of right. books. And um, yeah, so what do you want to know about that? Well, I was thinking maybe you could kind of talk about like just the process of it. And I think mm -hmm. it's a little bit more relevant to me right now because I'm trying to get through developing my own product. Um, mm. And but another thing <clears throat> is the the why behind it like mm. why why did you choose to create a children's book what like why is that valuable and and maybe for your mom it's valuable for a different reason but what what yeah. about for you because of your role in it okay uh so the story goes uh one day one morning my mom came into my room this was like f four years ago almost now okay and she said uh hey it's guess what longer Huh? I think it's longer. Yeah, it probably is. Oh, no. It, yeah, it's probably five or six. Uh, I don't know. And uh, she said, hey, guess what? I wrote a book this morning. And I said, what <laughs> What do you mean you wrote a book this morning? And uh, she's like, I wrote a book. I'm like, let me see it. And um, so I checked it out. And she had been working on coming up with ways to teach her kids how to rhyme ick words. So mm -hmm. like break and stick and click and pick. And um, she came up with, uh, with a little story. And she had it on like a... Um, kind of like a legal pad type thing, just one of those real skinny spiral bound notebooks. And um, I was like, okay, this is cool. I was like, well, I'll, uh, I'll draw some uh, pictures for it and see what we come up with. And so thus the process began. And um, it was just one of those things. It was like, I was doing a lot of music at the time. I was working with, uh, with a friend of mine kind of, I was gonna say on and off, but I think we we're working pretty consistently at the time. Uh -huh. And, um, and this thing just popped up and I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, the whole illustration thing, because I went to school for multimedia arts. And um, so that has some graphic design, just some illustration. And we did specifically bookmaking. And, and I'm sure we've talked about that on here before. Yeah. And um, and it was just one of those things. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll try it. And uh, so we started doing that. And, and I think within the next couple of days, I had like rough drafts of of a few characters and, yeah. and and kind of the opening scene of the book. And, um, but of course they were, you know, very preliminary rough drafts. I colored them in. I remember that they're, <laughs> they're all, they're all colorful and stuff. And, uh, so that was cool. And that was the beginning of the process. And then we, uh, and then we moved and, you know, moving takes priority. So we just kind of packed everything up and put it away and probably didn't work on it for, you know, a good six months or so, mm -hmm. and then um, came back to it, and we're like, hey, um, you know, this, this thing is actually pretty good, so if we really uh, developed it, it would be something pretty awesome, so let's yeah. do that. So we started doing that, and um, 
the process of that was uh, we put all the different pages of the story, the different parts of the story onto flashcards and we just kind of broke them, broke them down and ended up rewriting the story a little bit. Um, initially it was about like they were going to see a flick and there was some character named Kick or something like that and mm-hmm. had, to, had to do with like a soccer ball and it was just kind of like, we just gave it a little more direction um, yeah. and ended up with uh, what we eventually got to and um, I just remember going through and and I don't know if it's like iambic pentameter or what it is, but it's just like a certain like bounce that all uh-huh. the words have to them. And it just like, I, in my mind, like it had to have it or else it wasn't like if the page didn't have it, we would figure out how to make it have it. And, um, yeah, so that was just something I, I remember yeah. doing. And so we just went through the different flashcards and changed up the story. And, um, it was really cool. It's a lot of like writing a song, you know, cause it's just like words and rhythm and, um, when it all came together it's like okay so now we have all the words yeah and then uh so it's a long process we want to talk about the whole process i mean if not if you feel like it's too long i mean i like talking about it i'm curious because okay well let's back let's just real quick let me get wrap my head around this so what from the time your mom first came to you no before you moved like how long was that like when you you your mom came to you with words essentially right yeah and how long did it take you just to sketch all those words out basically or all those thoughts a um, couple days you said n- what do you mean sketch was- so she came to me and she's like here's the story i was like okay okay cool i didn't even think about editing the story at that point right i was just like right let's make some characters so yeah. um maybe like it was either it was either done by that night or like three days to like between okay it, it was done within the week okay cool yeah maybe oh, that's really awesome yeah it was fast free flowing yeah because okay. i was just like oh okay this is this is inspiring and she had she had like preliminary sketches on there of uh-huh. like you know there was a character named pick and i mean uh click and so she drew a pen i think and i was like okay cool i think that's what was on there but brick was for sure on there and and i don't know if he looked exactly how he still looks but um yeah like the 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 foundation the very base level foundation was there. So it was like, all right, we'll just, we'll start from here. But then I drew stick, which was like the first iteration of stick was that, that was the character that probably went through the, the most phases. I think probably at the similar time, it's see, it's hard to remember because it's so many years ago, Mm -hmm. but another part of it was spending a day or days or something going on a piece of paper and just, um, trying all the different types of eyes I could think of on the characters. Oh. So it's like, you know, just whatever types of eyes you could imagine a cartoon character having, I tried them on these characters to see whether or not they had the right vibe because the eyes are very much like the indicator of the vibe of the thing that you're creating. So if you look at a cartoon, then you won't know what this is probably, but called like Adventure Time, there's this really... Um, bizarre it's i mean it's it's a cool but kind of bizarre cartoon on uh cartoon network and it's like it's like a kid's cartoon like air quotes kids cartoon but it's really about like the universe and like drug trips and like all sorts of stuff like that and so the characters all kind of have this like weird spacey like on acid vibe to them um and so i that wasn't necessarily what we're going for um and i don't know so just I definitely learned that through that process. There's 
like so much in the eyes of of a cartoon character and then you like look at disney characters and they all are like bug-eyed and like super Mm -hmm. cute and then you start to realize that they look cute because people perceive things as cute when they have like bigger eyes Mm -hmm. relative to everything else that they have and it's like okay cool so learning all that types of stuff does that at all answer what you just asked me yeah and and more i'm sure yeah of course (laughs) there's a lot of information i could talk about with this book i know yeah it's um, cool no, I, I like talking about it. It's fun. Um, this is, it just got me thinking. So, yeah, the the book thing is is interesting because uh, it like when we were in San Diego, we went to the Dr. Seuss exhibit, and uh-huh. uh, and one thing that it was always like kind of a hang up for me about Brick and Sick is like I like Brick and Sick, but my whole life is not necessarily like um, like I wouldn't advertise my entire life to a preschooler you know what i mean right. like right, like right. anyone would uh, <laughs> um and so i really liked going and seeing that dr seuss would you know had not that i really care about drinking that much but like had just like as a as, you know metaphorically had his characters drinking and like smoking and like whatever they else. had alternative yeah they're like they're like fully adult characters but they can just also be in innocent kids situations Right. Well, yeah, yeah. and what? like to explain that, I guess a little better, because I totally know what you mean because I was there, but we went to that gallery yeah, yeah. where it was a lot of Dr. Seuss's kind of unknown work sure. was being um, uh, displayed. Sh- displayed. Thank you. And there were not, I mean, it wasn't like dark, dark. It wasn't anything necessarily evil. No, no, no. Being displayed, but no. it was a darker side of the characters that we know, like the cat in the hat at a bar, playing yeah. pool, um, uh, like you, cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's what we're referring to. So it kind of showed that, like, while Dr. Seuss was portraying these characters in these fun-loving books for sure. children, which are so appropriate for children and sure. still are to this day, um, they also, I mean, he had an artistic side that he wanted to express that was not always that and yeah, yeah. that's and i think it was validating for you to see that because you also have all these things that you do with music and improv and right and your own art and drawings and stuff that right. you know yeah no and, and that's exactly what i'm saying like that's why i enjoyed seeing all those things seeing that like yeah these characters can be good in a scenario that's like for kids and and fun and happy-go-lucky and stuff but they can always just they can be in any scenario you know like not just uh it doesn't have to be just the like g-rated scenarios all the time right and i think that's kind of that was kind of like oh this is okay cool like it can become more like artistic than just uh than just some kids characters that like rhyme all the time or whatever yeah so i think that was cool that was a good experience yeah and um yeah so dr seuss was definitely and still is you know an inspiration for all those all the books and um there's the funny thing is is during that period of my life like when we were really writing books the most and like cranking them out it's like i have so many things written now or it's i at least Mm -hmm. have you know two other books and portions of a lot so it's just it's weird to think about all those things that are just like floating around yeah that just like need to be organized and then finished and that's always the hardest part is 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 choosing which thing gets to get done first you know but I think the thing is with books is like they, yeah, they have to be somewhat timely, but not really. Cause like 
a classic book is a classic book. It's just like, it's, right. I don't know. There's, there's, there's time with those. Whereas with music, I feel like music is more like a younger person's game. Like for the mm. most part, um, like it's just, it depends on the type of music, but like for rap music and like hip hop, like that's like a younger sport, you know? Okay. Um, at least in my mind, like there's not a lot of like, you know, 85 year old hip hop sure. people. Sure. Mainly because it all started in like the eighties. So the, they're not even that old yet, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's an interesting thing too, to see how, how that ages and, and what a, like a, you know, 75 year old MC is like and, and everything like that. But that's a different, a different topic. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So what else, what other questions do you have? Well, I guess we kind of went through the process of it. So well, we went for, we went through the writing, the, the first writing, half. yeah, and then we could talk about the drawing if you want. It's up to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I whatever, however you want. I just, hmm. you know, yeah. Talk about the, the drawing. Okay. Or, what did we just say? Drawing. Yeah. What do writing you think? or drawing? What were you? First, we talked about the writing. We did the writing, so that's yeah, how it got. Oh yeah, and then you guys kind of edited it and took characters out. Yeah. Got it. Flashcards, changed up the story a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, went through all that. So then for the drawing, after all of that, what did you have to do? So then it's like you break up. Basically, it was like, okay, each flashcard is probably a page of the book. Okay. You know, that seems about right. Um, for us, it did. And okay. so we did that. And then I would, so I numbered all the flashcards. And then I just built out a grid on uh, on a piece of computer paper and just numbered each part of the grid or whatever and started uh well i probably didn't so page one <laughs> page one i would do like five four or five somewhere like that um mock-ups of each page okay. where i would just like design it and it would just be like shapes so it'd be like okay is it gonna be like this where everything usually you look at the with the structure really so it's like okay everything how it's lined up maybe looks like a pyramid or uh -huh. or it looks like a you know, there's a cube in the lower left and everything is like slanting to the left or whatever. And this is just like truly the designing part of it. So it's not really illustration. It's just like, how does it need to flow? And like, how should it feel overall, like the structure of it? And so that part was fun. Um, that was cool. And you just like, just like I said, you just flip through a bunch of different ones until you're like, yeah, that one feels cool. And okay. then, and then do that for every page. And, um, see what they're like next to each other right because sometimes the book is open flat and you can see both pages next to each other right and um and just doing that and then once all that is done then it's like drawing the rough draft of each page small so i don't waste my time and mm -hmm. then once those are all done and i like all those then going to like a full you know eight and a half by eleven because that's just the size we used um <laughs> computer paper okay and drawing it all out in pencil and being like okay cool and then inking everything erasing all the pencil and then i scanned all of those inked ones into the computer so i had them but then i also took all the inked ones um before they were scanned no no, no after they were scanned so that they got scanned in that they're just pure black and white. So they're like coloring pages. Yeah. And then I, uh, in real life, I colored them in once they were all inked and then bound them all into a book and was like, okay, that was our, that was our original, um, prototype rough draft thing. I see. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. 
Very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It sounds like it was a lot of fun for you. It was a lot of fun. It was great. I was listening to a lot of uh, Burial, which is uh, excellent uh, <laughs> dubstep artist. Um, nice. And um, not dubstep like Skrillex so much, but like dubstep like uh, it's great. You should, if you like ambient kind of music, you should listen to it. He's amazing. And uh, I was listening to a ton of that. And I'll just sit there and just like draw. And um, it was fun. You know, it, it was a good time. Uh, listen to books on YouTube or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of podcasts. It took a lot of hours, man. I, w- I was going to say, like, redrawing all those and then having to go back and put ink over them. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And then getting getting them into the computer. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, freaking, then doing all the color. Mm-hmm. And then doing all the formatting. And then, yeah. It's, and, a, it's a process, but yeah. it's good for people to know. Yeah. Because you literally did it out of your own house. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that's cool. And when you were drawing these, I mean, I know you know your mom, her idea was that this would be beneficial, obviously, to school children mm-hmm. um, or just, you know, learning rhymes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you were doing the drawings, did you feel like, were you excited to have that impact on kids or did you have any other like, oh, I hope these kids get such and such out of this or anything like that? It's mm, hard to say. I don't know at the time if I if I did. Um I know, like, cer- at certain points, like, when I am working on stuff like that, I will. Uh, it's not, like, always at the forefront of my mind because that would just, I, it just isn't. Um, right. but, but there are moments where where I think about stuff like that or I think about, like, you know, when people talk about they make something with love or, like, whatever. Like, I will, like, I'll think about that. Okay. And then try and do things like that or, like, have, like, a good intention for it or, like, whatever, whatever. And, um, like I said, that's not like a forefront of my yeah, mind all the time, yeah. but, but when it comes up, like I try and like embrace that and be like, oh yeah, like that's good. Like that's, that's better to create like uh-huh. from there than, than to not. Um, cause why not? And, um, while I was doing the actual process, maybe, maybe not, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but then once I started, you know, once the books were finished and we started going, uh, into the classrooms and uh, reading to the kids and teaching them how to draw and everything like that. Um, then I realized like how big of an impact the book would have because I had no idea at that point. You yeah. Know, when when we're creating, it's like oh we're creating this book and like it'll be cool or whatever and we'll have a book and it'll be done. Mm-hmm. And um, and and it was just like it was just a, an extended. You know, I wasn't that far out of college at the time, so oh, it, it was okay. just kind of like an extended project. It was like I've done projects before. Like there's another mm-hmm. one. Um, but this one's a lot bigger and, uh, it was good because actually at that time in my life, I had, um, worked on a lot of stuff, but not finished anything really. Okay. So like, um, uh, like all the music stuff we'd, we had worked on, it was like, we got kind of, we got close to finishing a lot of it, but it just, it just never, it just, I just didn't have the skills to do it yet. Oh. Or, or, um, I don't know if I didn't have the skills or I didn't have the patience or it was a mix. It was yeah. a mix of patience uh, is a skill. Yeah, exactly. So it was a mix of all those things, and um, but with with this, I knew exactly how to do it. Even if I didn't know how to do it, um, I knew close enough. So I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, uh, I can do this." And it, I guess, I just trusted myself with um, with my ability to uh, to look at something and know if it was good or not. Whereas I didn't trust myself to listen to something and know if it was good or Interesting. not. Interesting. Yeah. Very so, cool. So there you go. Yeah. And how about working with your mom? How's that? That's good. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, we work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty similar. Yeah. Um, she's way, she's more easygoing than I am. 
um but we're both we're both pretty easygoing yeah and so when we work together especially when it's like okay we know we're just gonna work together right now and we're both uh that's what's on the schedule you know Uh like this is this is what we're gonna do then it's easy yeah um but yeah no we we as far as working together it's that's good very easy very um we're both like whatever like is all right is is it make it better all right cool let's do that um and uh it was good it was it was a a good collaborative effort and then like i said then when was once we got into schools and and uh, the book was selling well and everything like that and and the kids like really responded to it and and really enjoyed it um eventually it was like oh let's make another one so we did that and, and that was directly uh inspired by like questions that the kids had about the first book too so that's awesome yeah 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 yeah. well very cool yeah so now uh now you know at least (laughs) at least you know part of it part i know i feel like there's more there's a lot of questions but i know for time's sake yeah that's a good little uh how to if anybody out there is looking to that's a good place to start right it's a good place to start for sure yeah and there's i mean you know i'm sure i left out a lot of stuff and there was hours of youtube research like hours of it um and just reading through things and just trying to understand it but that was part of the fun of it was like we don't know like i said like we knew enough that that we could get started but then once you're started it's like oh we don't really know enough and then it's like oh god all right how do you publish like how do you do this how do you Mm -hmm. do that how many books should we buy like blah 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 (laughs) um so that was all that's all good stuff and and kind of my first uh endeavor uh, into any sort of real business um, opportunities for myself that's awesome kind of thing so very cool so it's cool i like good, it good mm-hmm. well on I, that note i think it's been a really good talk this has been a good talk it sounds like a monologue for me but i'll take it i mean i'm sure you don't mind no i don't mind i can talk about <laughs> i could talk about that stuff for a long time it's fine now uh yeah so this episode was of course brought to you by bean chata when Horchata just won't do. Bean chata is the drink for you. And it's fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Okay, bye. Bye.